This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. I'm Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus. And oh baby, this is the 15th episode of the new season of Newcomers. 15. Wow, we've really been doing it. We really have been, and it's been slow, a little (laughs) painful, but we are working our way through Lord of the Rings content. Yes, and we've watched uh, basically everything I know about Lord of the Rings so far. And last week we mentioned we'd be getting into the video games soon. But before we do that, we've decided to take another breather this week for the from the heavy plots and juggling the character names in our heads. And today we are just going to unwind, have some fun, learn some new tidbits along the way with some popular memes and parodies of this franchise that have come about over the years. Okay, let's let's try to like debrief a little bit of what we have experienced. So you said we watch like we watched the animated movies, which were creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. We've seen the original Lord of the Rings, where I was like, this could have been more succinct. Uh, we watched that Tolkien biopic. Oh boy! Oh, oh my boy. god! We've watched we've watched uh, a, a fan made film. <laughs> uh huh. We've yep. watched. I mean, God, it goes on and on. Honestly, we've written our own fan fiction multiple times Twice. at this point. Can you even? Uh, I, I can't. And there's more to come. And I guess we're, down the line, we're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons or something, which, look, I'm I'm scared. And I'm scared of what, <laughs> honestly, I'm scared of what doors that's going to open in my life. Do you know what I mean? Because we know yeah. people who play these games and mm-hmm. suddenly I'm going to be in this world and maybe I'll like it and maybe that'll change who I am. And I'm scared. I don't think it's going to change who you are. I think it's going to be like a nice little sprinkle on the Lauren Lapkus <laughs> cupcake. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not a nerd, but I will play D&D <laughs> whenever asked. And I have seen every episode of and movie of Star Wars. And I have seen every single thing that's ever happened with Lord of the Rings. But I I'm mean, still cool. I got to say, the most disappointing thing through this process is no nerds have like reached out to be like, I'll be your boyfriend. You know everything I've ever wanted to talk about. (laughs) You know, this is true because I feel like in our community of improvisers, this is like a blind spot for you that now Mm -hmm. you completely understand and are an expert in. Yeah. And so maybe that should open some sort of uh, dating door with somebody out there. But then, but the problem is you don't want to talk about this more. No, I sure don't. And then I just thought about it. (laughs) Men like to explain things at you, and now I understand it. Oh, boy. So I've, huh, I can't believe in the last two seconds I've realized that I was like, ooh, now I'm a catch. And now it's like, no, now you're even less of a catch. Because yeah, because you know too much. explain things to you. Mm-hmm. Dang. Wow. Oh, my God. So, okay, well, for this episode, <laughs> of course, we, we're going to be talking about memes and parodies. So, spoilers will be a part of this. And, mm-hmm. and and honestly, I just can't imagine anyone out there listening to this show and being mad about spoilers because that's 
stupid. It would be so funny if someone was listening to this being like, I'm only going to listen to the episodes where they're not talking specifically about the movies because I don't want spoilers. It'd be very funny. Very neat. But I will say I get mad about spoilers sometimes when it's totally unjustified. Like I was watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire last night and they were the question had to do with the movie seven, which I've never seen. Mm -hmm. And the question was about the end. Yes. And now we know what's in the box. That is like that's a bad spoiler that that actually sucks because it's such a good part of the movie. That's what I thought. You got to see it. That's Brad a, I you gotta watch seven. And I was like, well, now I know what's in the box. Why yeah, but you gotta watch it for Brad Pitt going, what's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? He's it's, an interesting man. You know, like sometimes yes. when you think about him and, and how he's just like super hot and whatever, like I feel like he could be written off for that, but he's weird. <laughs> he is weird. Yeah, he is weird. But he's weird in a hot way where yeah. I think he's made a choice to be weird. I think hot people will do that. They're like, Man, how do I like set myself apart from the other hotties? Ooh, oh my God, you're right. I'll just talk like this a little bit <laughs> and eat in every scene because nobody would expect a hot man to eat. Yes, you're right. Okay, it's less hot now. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's hot? Our guest today! I know. <laughs> I love that segue. Thank you. Our guest today, oh baby, actress, comedian. We starred on the short-lived series of Party Over Here. It was me, it was her, it was Allison Rich. Also, she she co-hosts the podcast Off Book, the improvised musical with Zach Reno, who was here earlier this season. It's Jess McKenna! Oh my gosh, (laughs) I got to be called hot. This is the best day. Of oh, course. And you're smoking hot. Jess, I was just looking at your IMDb and you've done so much voiceover in recent years. Oh, you it's know, like you very gotta, amazing. You, thank you. You got to have um, be all those scrappy kids. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> thank you. Thank Star you. Star Trek Lower Decks, The Mighty Ones, DC Superhero Ooh. Girls, Big City Greens, Craig of the Creek. Uh, there's more. It, go, it goes on and on. It's a lot of the same archetype. It's either a boy <laughs> or a girl who's like, hey. About you, and like, well, those are everywhere. And someone's like, I would like that also over here. But yeah, yeah. no, it's nice work if you can get it. Remember that show? No, what was no. that? What's Sybil? Oh, I did watch Sybil with Sybil. Is that Shepherd? from the theme song? Yeah, I think mm. so. Nice work if you can get it, and you can get it. Won't you tell me how? You know I've, what? I I never brought this up that. to you before, but I think about it often. Is when you sang that sugar song on um, <laughs> Do- Doughboys. It's like a, from a sugar commercial. Would you do it? Uh, yeah, of course. I'd be happy to. Um, but <laughs> I feel like my Words mom. like it- a queen. You're like laying back on a couch. You went, um, I would like to hear the sugar song. Will you do it? And then you took a long drink of water. It was honestly iconic. <laughs> I moved to the couch today because I was like, why don't I sit on the couch when I do all these things? It's so much more comfortable. And it's been great. I've had a whole day of couch zooming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I feel like I'm being called over from like a uh, different part of a family gathering and they're like, Jess, come do the song of the show. <laughs> do the come sugar thing. Your you aunt just... hasn't heard it yet. Okay. This Everyone is a sh- get ready. It's so this, good. This is a sugar <laughs> commercial from the 50s or 60s. <clears throat> C&H, C&H. My mom uses it to make her cakes. She makes the greatest cookies, snacks, and candy. They're Dan Dan Dandy. Island kids all love the cane. It grows so clean and sweet. They eat it when it's freshly cut, and then that's quite a treat. Neat. Touched by sun, kissed by rain. CH comes from the sugar cane. They make the greatest cookies, snacks, and candy in the bright pink package. You know <sighs> what's funny? I know that sugar. The song did nothing until you said bright pink package. And I was like, I have some in my pantry. Yeah. That's the sugar. C&H. Honestly, Lauren, thank you for asking for that. It was a delightful treat. And You're welcome. Thank you for doing it. Hey, you yeah, know, I, 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 I'm here to tap dance. That's <laughs> so good. So good. Well, OK, so you are kind of a renaissance woman, I would say. How mm-hmm. did you become a Lord of the Rings fan? Oh, um, thank you. I I read The Hobbit in eighth grade and liked it and did a book report on it where I transformed my American Girl doll Molly into a hobbit. Oh, um, boy. What, <laughs> do you have pictures? This is funny. 
dolls are expensive. Yeah, yeah why did you do, I do that? I think I just like tuck. T- I took off her glasses, undid her braids, and like tucked it into a sweater mm. that I had that was like from. Um, there was a lady in our town who made knockoff uh, American Girl dolls clothes. So I had like a chunky blue knit sweater or something. And then I think I truly just drew on her feet with eyeliner. Oh my God, wait. I was just talking about this um, with Scott and Paul on Freedom that I was talking about American Girl dolls. And of course, they don't know what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. now you're the perfect person to talk about this with because I, I saved up a $100 and there was a store in my town that ma- they sold doll clothes that were not sanctioned American girl doll clothes, but mm-hmm. they were like handmade. And I bought a bunk bed from them. And they, it was so, it was, it was so fun to find clothes that weren't from the company. Mm-hmm. But then like, and it's just, it's just something that older men can't understand about. <laughs> and that's just true. You know, older men are not going to understand the the singular joy of being like, wait, I don't only have to order from the catalog. Yes. Someone can make clothes to these dimensions. But didn't you love getting the catalog? Oh, and I the loved catalog the catalog. The was so fun. And I did get um one of those matching outfits. I had the, I had Samantha and I had Kirsten and I had the Samantha um, nightgown that was just like a Victorian sure. white nightgown, and then she had the matching one. Oh, see, that's nice. I yeah. never got the uh, the kid size version of anything. I also had Samantha. Um, All right, you two bougie babies. Well, my sister, my sister had Molly, and I'll tell you, she was not happy when I cut Molly's hair, and then my mother would not send her to the doll hospital to get a new head. I was going to talk about the doll. I, I love the doll hospital. Nope. I sent my dollar because I got no, no. I sent my dollar because I got pen on her, and then she was sent back in a hospital gown with a balloon and a bracelet and a bracelet, right? Yeah. Honestly, so I think that is a good way to explain the American healthcare system to kids. It's like, yeah, when you get hurt, you go to the hospital, and it costs a lot of money, yeah. and all you get is a like a balloon and a band aid. It's true. It's true. Um, Ugh. I got, my sister had Samantha and I had Molly and, uh, then I got a girl of today, which was <gasps> oh. truly so stupid because she looked exactly like Molly just without glasses or braids. <laughs> like if, cause I was like, I have brown hair and I have yeah. this color. I, and that's exactly what Molly is. She just has her hair mm-hmm. in braids and has glasses. Like I could have just bought girl of today rollerblades and put them on Molly. Oh my God. Like, the rollerblades were so cool. They were cool. I wanted that doll. Did not get it. I also wanted, I think Addie, when Addie mm-hmm. came out, I was like, a black one? And then my friend Claudia got Addie. And then I was like, wait, we can't brush Addie's hair. Addie's hair is just like mine. No, I got to brush some hair. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Samantha. And my mother was so upset with me. And now I'm like, do I buy an Addie doll? But then also I'm like, why did Addie have to be like a runaway slave? Yeah, Couldn't no, she, like, it's... be in the 1920s or something? And It uh, is a jazz? strong choice to put her in that decade when you could pick any era. And <laughs> <Yes>. also... <laughs> I think we probably were at the age where right when we were growing out of having the dolls, that's when they made them where you could pick them to look just like you and like yes. do that whole thing, which was really cute. But I didn't want one anymore at that point. Um, but it's so funny because I wanted Samantha so bad because that's mm-hmm. like what I wanted to look like. Like she looked like Kelly Kapowski to me. And I was like, yes. this is yes. she's perfect. And my mom really wanted me to have Molly, which was from like her era of growing mm-hmm. up. And also I had glasses and like looked like that. It would have been more like the one I would have picked, but I didn't want it because I thought she was a dork because she had glasses. She was a dork. And I liked that. <laughs> I also thought she was a dork with glasses. You know who I liked? Was it Felicity? Uh, Felicity's cool. Felicity had the horse. Yeah, yeah redhead. Redhead, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Kirsten, Felicity, Addie, Molly? Samantha, and, Samantha Molly. and Molly. Wait, they skipped so many years in between. Oh, yeah. That's this wild. Was, this was not an effective way to teach history, for the record. <laughs> no, I only know about 1904. That's the only thing. <laughs> but Samantha was a little benevolent. She did like befriend that servant girl that she talked to in between the fences. Nellie. Was it Nellie? Oh, I don't I remember think this. So. I think so. Oh my gosh. She did befriend that servant girl. I also loved she had the um she had you could get whenever you got the food, it was always a little disappointing, but a little disappointing. But didn't she have like a small plate with like pillow mints on it? Yes, I had yes. that. Mm-hmm. Oh what my a god, silly and the cake. Thing. Buy a plate oh. with fake tiny mints for your doll. That's I, who Samantha is. She has plated mm-hmm. mints. Yep. I wonder I how much those her. are now because they were, 
I remember the dolls, I think, were $109, which was a lot. But I, so they expensive. must be more now, don't you think? I'm sure, yeah. I have. To there are tons now, which is cool. It's definitely better uh, to have more. But it's also... Oh, they're $110. Whoa, they actually didn't hey, change. I like that. American yeah. girl. Hey, that's Wait, you guys are really awesome. Pink hair. <laughs> that's Get what I'm seeing. Whoa. They have every pink hair. Oh one. my god. They have everything. <laughs> but that's see, I probably would want that if I was a kid. Did you ever have did you ever get American Girl magazine? Like not the catalog? <gasps> yes. No. Wait, what is American Girl? Was it called Wait, AG? What? They called it AG for a while. They had a, their own magazine and it was um I got it for a little bit of time and it had no ads in it. Oh. It was just like articles and artwork and like make these summer treats or like they did have a help column, which I was just like, Oh, somebody ask about crushes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Someone else. That's so funny. When you're a kid and you're like reading a magazine, you're like, please have the advice I need. Yeah. I can't figure out any other way to get this. Uh, if someone could ask, listen, I'm a tomboy who's looking to make sure that boys know that she'd like to also kiss them. How should I slowly evolve my brand so that <laughs> Honestly, I'm not just covered in mud. That's a good question. And why are you covered in mud? Um, I liked to dig at recess. That was my <laughs> I just used the cafeteria spork and dug in the playground. We would dig out dirt clods and throw them at each other. This is when I was like first and second grade. And if oh, okay. I was like transit, like how do I make sure I, I could still kiss a boy would be more like fifth, you know, a different phase. That's when you start mm. to realize. Yeah. You're like, oh, what shoot. you need. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Can't just be sporks and dirt all day. <laughs> Wait. Anyway, so I read The Hobbit. I'm sorry. I'm still on American Girl Dolls. That's all I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I If I order by December 1st, I can have one by Christmas. <gasps> I think you should oh get one. Oh my gosh, you should. I think yeah, I might. Why not? And I think I might buy my sister a Molly doll. Oh my because God. Because she was so, she honestly, I don't know if she ever forgave me for cutting her hair off. Do you know how fun that would be to receive in the mail uh, as a surprise? That's right. really sweet. You do it. And she I doesn't listen that. to this podcast, so it will be a surprise. That's hey, people, great. don't tell my sister if you know her. I love this so much. I have My mom has my old American Girl dolls in a box somewhere, which I'm planning to have shipped out at some point, all my old stuff, because she's getting sick of it all being in the house. But <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to create a shrine to my American Girl dolls? Where are you going to put this? I think... <laughs> Well, my therapist said it's okay to have stuffed animals on your bed. <laughs> so I agree with that. Maybe yeah. like, I don't know, maybe just a nice little setup next to you, like in your bedroom or somewhere. I mean, it might be weird to have in your like living room where it's like, please have some wine <laughs> with my American Girl dolls. <laughs> they are also sitting here. <laughs> Here's a pitch. Can it be the base of a lamp? <gasps> wow. Oh. I actually love this. Well, Nicole, what? Wait, did you end up getting that flamingo? Yeah, because are you, you on a lamp quest? I am on a lamp quest. I have okay. So my friend Franny lives in England. So I like uh, DM her and was like, "Can you? Can I send something to your house and you send it to me?" And she was like, "Of course." So I didn't Great. stop there. I got this. It's I think five and a half feet tall flamingo lamp, and then I got a palm tree lamp, and I. I can't wait to have these weird ass lamps in my house. Oh, that's, that's going to be awesome. I'm that's very excited. Great. If you guys look at the historical characters page of American Girl, there's like a thousand <laughs> now. Wait, really? There are so many. Oh, my God. And they updated Samantha. I don't like these new fonts. They're too cool. <laughs> <laughs> but they gave Samantha a new dress. This is kind of stressing me out. Who's Joss? Historical characters. Who's Courtney? Who's Mary Ellen? I mean, there's, this is just a whole. Wow, there's so many. <laughs> Courtney's from the 80s, which means we are old. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. If that's historical <laughs> when we were born, they're like, she has old. a tape in a Walkman. Ooh, and Julie, she's a hippie. Oh, yeah. Julie Albright. She's okay. cool. I would have wanted that one, I think. <gasps> oh, my God. Melody's Melody. Cool. <laughs> Melody's very cool. Wait, I, I didn't get there. Melody. Oh, I think I'm going to oh, buy Melody. Oh, you oh, my. Oh, my God. No, that you need that. I love that Melody. So cute. And it also really justifies owning one because it's she's so stylized she's and adorable. I so love. Cool. Wait, is Molly not here? <gasps> Dude, they erased Molly. This is Molly erasure. They, they might have. Re they probably retire people. Oh, my God. Oh Rebecca my God. is so weird. Where is Rebecca from? 
they I'm I'm here for this. I wow. I'm kind of obsessed. Wait. Melody's by far the cutest. With I her can't stuff. believe she Samantha really gets to still be here, but not Molly. Samantha I mean, is gorgeous. Love Samantha, and she's back ordered, and she's an award winner. She, she cannot argue with this. Is an award winner. <laughs> she's literally perfect. I hate her new dress. Where's her old I don't plaid like it dress? I, I love that plaid dress. Yeah, the burgundy and the brown plaid. Oh boy! Wow. Should we do like American Girl cosplay? <laughs> Honestly, I would. Yes. I would totally wear some classic Samantha clothes and go to some sort of weird event. We could go eat at the Grove. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I think I used to have matching pajamas with Molly, but they those were just cute. Were they red and white stripes? Yes. Wow. No, those are cute. You, do, you have a very good memory. I feel yeah. like I've really studied this catalog growing yeah. up. <laughs> and all the photos where you're like holding hands with the doll. Yeah. I mean, so cute. Oh, guys, I found one on Etsy for $170. Oh, my God. I found another one for $400, a Molly doll. Oh, like the classic. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, no, if you're going to get it as a gift, you have to go find that on some weird yeah. site. Okay. I'm kind of hoping that this is going to work out. Have you, wait, so how was the 170 Was it like a decent looking? I feel like we're just hanging out. This is hilarious. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the 175. She looks good. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, she looks pretty decent. I think I might do it. I might get it for my sister. That's awesome. I know for sure that they um redid her braids because they just have some real size ponytail holders in them, but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. You're a sleuth. I am. She looks she has these red ribbons. Oh, Mm -hmm. there's another one that's 175 with the red ribbons. Oh my god. See, but Molly was a dork. She was a dork. Oh my god, this one's three hundred dollars. She had roller skates and a dog, and was um, trying to do her best while World War II was happening. So she was like <laughs> no, pretty cool. You're totally right, and I mean, the fact of the matter is, glasses are unavoidable, and mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. does. I mean, I had glasses from second grade on, and I didn't look cool, and that's just what that is. And I believe she had like a camping adventure. I mean, she, she did had some cool did. stuff. Yeah, with a canoe, right? I think she had a canoe. I, I believe so, and I think it capsized. So, I mean, pretty cool, guys. <laughs> she's pretty okay, cool. Okay, she's interesting. She's got a lot going on. Uh, yeah, Samantha was just rich. 20 minutes in and we've <laughs> truly not spoken about Lord of the Rings in the slightest. I'm That's... sorry. I did have to just, you know, that was my introduction was turning my American Girl doll. I really liked it. So, okay, into so Bilbo. you read The Hobbit. You turned your American Girl doll into Bilbo. Yeah, and then I never liked any other book. They were too boring. It was like, well, it's just a lot of walking and really, really descriptive in a way that I found dull at the time. I wonder how I would feel revisiting it now. But I really loved the movies when they first came out and would then like the next year watch the extended version with my brother all four hours and watch like behind the scenes videos of like artisans in New Zealand making chain mail by hand. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. That's interesting that you found the books tedious, but then you love the tedious stuff in the like uh, yeah. movies. But I guess it's visual. It was it's pretty. Visual is different than like using your imagination. I also wasn't that big of a reader yet. Like even in high school, I was just like reading for pleasure. Didn't really take hold. It's like I don't know. Mm. And this is a slog. This yeah, is like it's a lot of pages of walking. Yeah, we've heard that he likes to drag out. Um, how they got from point A to point B. And and the movies really do reflect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just long sweeping shots of people walking up a hill, walking down a hill. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's now, quite a journey. We've heard from one of our previous guests, Oscar Montoya, that, and we know this to be true because we know you, mm-hmm. that you have an incredible ability to recall the smallest details from this franchise and even weave it into musical improv. Oh, wow. And so we, we know you're very good at this, but have you seen these movies lots of times like to absorb all this or does your brain just latch onto things after like one or two viewings? Um, I, um, wow. That's really nice from Oscar. I think it's probably that I maybe had watched it fairly recently when he was on off book and we did like sort of an Lord of the Rings inspired narrative. I do sort of retain information. I mean, Takes one to know one, knowing Molly's pajamas. My gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess our minds hold on to different things, and some more useful than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do really, I think I probably have a good amount of details still in the old trap, but you're being very uh, modest. Mo- yes, modest is the mm-hmm. word because I was on a sketch team with you for years. 
you absorb information in a way that I find so impressive. Like you can memorize, like you could like have a line spit at you and you could like just recite it back perfectly. You have a great memory is what I'm trying to say. This is a great time for me. (laughs) No, you really do. I feel that way too. I feel like in watching you and performing with you, it also really comes through in your callbacks. Like you have a a Mm -hmm. really great mind for just weaving things together and remembering little things or making big connections that aren't obvious. And yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, it's one of those things I feel like with improv, it's really hard when you're thinking about when you're asked something like this, like it's hard to understand how your mind works like to do it. But it is so interesting how each person is different with like what they bring to their performance but I feel like mm-hmm. that is one of your main skills is like this uh, this like memory and like connection making yeah I th- I do have a good memory thank you that's very kind I think that for Lord, Lord of the Rings is not like a deep 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 fandom for me like I'm like what the heck is Cape Blanchett's Cape Blanchett's character name you know what I, so I don't have like uh an encyclopedic recall but I think that sure for Lord of the Rings specifically like I might for some other types of things or like yeah but I so I guess I'm also nervous that I'm about to be like quizzed. Am I about to? Oh be no, 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 not at, not at all. I mean, <laughs> that'd no. be so funny if that's how we set you up to be quizzed. So like, you have a really good memory. Now, do you know? Okay, <laughs> you're really great. And here's a fucking quiz. Oscar said you know everything about this. Um, yeah, I think I was also just sort of trying to temper expectations about how much I remember about what it was. Totally. But no, I do have a good memory. I think that. Well, if- and I think with like singing, like doing musical improv, you really have to because you're like weaving together like 10 things at once that are like unspoken. And that's what makes it so impressive. I think because it's just, it's such a skill. It's, it's so not innate for most people. So Mm -hmm. like being able to like musically hit a genre and then rhyme within it have it make sense, do creative things that are weaving in like information from other stuff. Like it's, it's a very, that's a, an amazing thing. I mean, everyone should listen to off book by the way, which is off book is so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, I did it once. I was very scared. You were like, please don't be scared. You'll be fine. And it'll be okay. But like truly you're great. It's please. incredible what you and Zach can do. No, I, I <sighs> felt the same way. Like I was like, this is so not my wheelhouse. And like, I just like watching you guys do it. It's just so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, can you just do it? And I don't have to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like also now I've just like only worked that muscle so intensely, especially this year. It's like, oh, what oh, can sure. I still wear? It's just like, yeah, I'm I'm skipping leg day on other things, I feel. But yeah, we <laughs> yeah. really were like, no, we're going to get excellent at this very niche skill. Yeah. <laughs> Has it been weird on Zoom doing that? I'm sure, obviously, but like, yeah. How do you handle that? Uh, it's very strange because even a tiny bit of latency makes music impossible. Oh, but yeah. um, Brett, our engineer, Brett Morris, has like done. He's just like continued to try to like comb resources. And we're on a current platform where we'll like stay on Zoom visually, but we'll do sound through a different site. Oh. And we've been like getting better and better at finding places with less and less lag. Um, but yeah, it's definitely really, really hard. And like something that you've kind of alluded to, it's like a hard thing for people to guest on, like as much as we're like, just don't worry. It's still like an intimidating ass. Mm -hmm. So then to add on top of that, also, it's going to sound slightly weird. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's really hard. Yeah, absolutely. So we've done like a lot of different formats or tried to get like creative with it. And I know that we're still having fun doing it. It's something fun to like work on, but it's also, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard in over the internet. Do you guys think we'll ever do improv on stage again? Yes. Yes. Will I? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe in the back end of 2021, I think we're going to be able to do shows and stuff. Do you know how insane that will be when everyone's able to do everything again? Well, here's... Okay, so at my pole studio, um, because they rent out space, it's Luscious Mavens in North Hollywood if you're in LA, rent out space. But Heather, the woman who owns it, we were talking and she was like, well, right after the... I think they call it the Spanish flu. I call it the great flu because I don't know why it's Spanish. Anyway, (laughs) after the great flu was the roaring 20s. So I think, wow, and we're in the 20s. Oh, God. And I think people will be like cooped up for so long. And it's it's hard to like perform on the Internet. Yeah. So I think there's going to just be like an explosion of art. And I'm really here for it and excited. That's actually really exciting. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. 
well, I've been trying to be positive. I love it. Because if you stay negative, then you get grouchy and that's no fun. Also, I got ADD. So, you know, when you focus on happy things, you just bop around from happy shit to happy shit. I love that. <laughs> I think that's amazing. And yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think I I think there's like a very, very high probability that we'll see like many good takeaways. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they might take a bit. They might not all come right away. It might be like in 10 years we go, wait a second. I think like this thing is actually a takeaway from that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so many friggin' books about it. Oh my so God. My That's gonna papers and docs. There's already a movie about it. Have you seen it? I think it's, um, he's a big explosion man. What's his name? Michael Bay. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you got that. But yeah, I think he's already done a movie. It's like, COVID, it's 10 years later and the lockdowns have forced people like underground and you get like arrested. I'm like, why didn't we make this movie first? Nobody that wants sucks. that. Yeah, I don't want no, that No, you know all. what I hate is how like every show I'm watching is is now having the pandemic happen. Like all, I'm, the, reality like, all the Real shows? Housewives. Yes. I know, but even, even This Is Us, which I watch and <gasps> no. I, they now are wearing masks. I'm like, no. Wait, like, no. You can exist in fake time. Please be yes, in fake time. That's yeah. Sucks. I don't want that. I know. I fell off of the first season of This Is Us. I liked the first season, and then I was just like, I get it. It's warm and gooey. Oh yeah. Well, it, I just put this in my story the other night, but I was watching it, and the like Justin Hartley, the brother, or whatever. He's like, he said this line because I mean, the lines in the show are just, it's very dramatic. It's it's a drama, but he goes. <laughs> He goes like, Madison, I'm an alcoholic and a workout addict with daddy issues. <laughs> and I was like, you're all of them? <laughs> it just Whoa. was great. And he was saying that to his impregnated girlfriend who's about to have, who's pregnant with twins, who said, who just confessed to him that she's has an eating disorder. And he's like, I count calories and I, and I stress about not, I work out twice, one, once at home and once at the gym. For different reasons, for lots of reasons. I'm an <laughs> alcoholic, I'm a workout addict with daddy issues. And I was like, shit. <laughs> That's a lot of issues. And then he's got a fat twin. Right, they're <laughs> twins, right? Yeah, yeah. We're in the pilot. She cried and she said, tell me not to eat the donuts. And that's when I was like, you know, I don't know if I can watch very much of this. <laughs> the pilot, though, blew my mind. Like, I have to say, I, like, it had a great twist uh-huh. and I, I loved it. So that really hooked me. And then, you know, I just I, I like to just get hooked on something and watch it for years and years just for fun. You know who has <laughs> twists? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That was a terrible segue because Lord of the Rings has zero twists. You're just like, okay, they're going to walk and I'm sure something should happen. And it does. Yeah. Yeah. Not a ton. Not a ton of twists. I mean, maybe you don't know that Strider is actually going to become the king of Gondor, but Hmm. I don't know any of those. (laughs) As much as we should be reacting. He has like another Aragon, Viggo Mortensen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep, also, yep. it's a twist that he has two names. Now, mm-hmm. do you feel like you... See, I mean, I feel like Lord of the Rings memes pop up a lot. Do you feel like you understand them most of the time when you see them? I don't know how good my meme fluency is in general, but yeah, I feel like probably I'd get them. Yeah. I didn't right, do well, any pre-perusal. Oh, no, that's great. Um, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will jump into some memes. We'll see if we get them. No pressure for anyone. And I'll be right back. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. And it's meme time. I wonder if the meme that I understood recently will be on here. Uh, So it was just like a picture of Lord of the Rings. And it was like, ah, shit. What was it? Oh, it was like, uh, who directed Lord of the Rings? What's his name? Peter Jackson. (laughs) Did Peter Jackson direct this pandemic, which I thought was very funny. And I retweeted it and I was like, I get it. And it's only because I saw Lord of the Rings. And then I misspelled the acronym. And then I was just so embarrassed. (laughs) But I I just wanted to say that I I get memes. I get them. I get memes too. Yeah, that seemed like you get memes. Also, let us edit (laughs) tweets. Come on. (laughs) Right? Wouldn't that that be nice? uh, Well, see, I really want to be able to edit tweets, but I also think people would use it for evil like instantly. Mm. And it would just like they would say one thing, let it get retweeted a lot, change it, say something else, you know, that kind Mm. of thing. It feels like it'd be bad. Think about that. Well, I'm I'm evil. So I innately (laughs) just think of these. The ways we go. You're not evil. You're wearing, I think, overalls. (laughs) I'm wearing a dress that's like fucking bunched up in this Zoom. But um, okay, wait. I uh, because my first thought was Trump would edit tweets and make them. You know, he would write something Mm -hmm. and then edit it, and it would just be bad. Maybe. But his tweets right now, I'm I'm almost gonna block him. I think because I'm like, it's they're wild. I don't need to know what's being said, and they're they make no sense. Yeah, it's like one of those, it's like a friend where you're like, I think you're crying out for help, but like, you can just like reach out to me in a text or something. Like, yeah. you don't have no friends you could text. Yeah, he, it's he like, doesn't. yeah, he watching someone's Instagram stories and going like, I think they might be sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like text Baron, maybe he can help you. Where is Baron? He's so tall. He's so we tall. We haven't heard about him in months, months, I know, months. and he's the tallest person in America. So I'm like, where is he at? 
How tall so is he? So hard to hide. He's so tall, Lauren. <laughs> I don't I think don't he was tall. He he's so tall. I think tall. he's like 6'2 already. I mean, and he no, was No, no. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. He's very the tall. Fu- no, this is insane. I swear the last time I saw him, he was small. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what yeah. we all, that's how we yes, all feel. This they is- took him away. They started hiding him. And then he grew uh, in, in his own personal quarantine before quarantine began. I am stunned looking at these photos. I told you he's the tallest person in America. He was 10. (laughs) Now he will have any sense. Now he's 14. Oh, wait, he's only 14 and he's that big. Oh, boy. He's just going to get taller. He's not done. He's not done growing. He's not done. I'm so scared about everything connected to these images. (laughs) These images. Oh, he is. It says Baron Trump's height soars over six foot three inches tall donald he's more than six three yeah he lord i'm telling you he's literally the tallest little boy in america currently this has i completely missed he's the america's tallest little boy <laughs> they literally kept him hidden now he's huge and i'm i'm th- i'm thrown off and now i see him mm-hmm. in a shirt that says the expert which is kind of hilarious he's walking with melania and donald and his shirt says the expert I mean, between those three, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I just saw a funny meme where it was like, they like listed all the things that Michelle had done as first lady. And then it was like, Melania literally did nothing. She came out and was like, be best. And then like went back to sleep. I know. It's what a... What an interesting administration. It's it's, it's (laughs) fascinating. I mean, what his, what is his experience? Because I did see these pictures the other day, um, which I had seen before, but of when... Uh, the Bushes were introducing the Obamas, you know, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. bringing them into the house and showing the kids around. And they were showing them this cool slide you could go down that was like a banister and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what is Barron's experience in there? Like, has he Ter- done anything terrible. fun? Has he seen anything cool? Has it been special? Well, I'm sure he has like anything he ever wants. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but Barron, I think, has been living in New York. I don't think he's lived in the White House oh. at all. I think maybe he's like visited Daddy's weekend house. And it's like, it's big and it's white. And I'm taller than it. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. Oh my God, I'm blown away. Okay, well. <laughs> These images is my, is probably my favorite. <laughs> exclaim anyone's up. These, These images. images. <laughs> They're very shocking. I, I just have to, I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole with that later. Um, okay, well, let's jump into some Lord of the Rings memes and parodies. So if we want to all open our little document Mm -hmm. here um these are some visual memes from the lord of the rings meme subreddit r slash lotr memes um so this first one is by the last dire wolf 420 um so it's a picture of elijah wood as frodo and over the picture says it's over it's done and then this is canadians europeans and the rest of the world after after the american election is over and we don't have to see vote anymore. Hey, Americans feel that way too. We don't yeah. want to keep talking about voting. I don't want to fucking talk about it, but they make it so inaccessibly hard <laughs> for people to vote that you have to remind people to like make sure they're still registered. This meme attacked us. I don't like it. This meme offends me and I am sad now. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it because it also implies, you know, Frodo's the hero who carries this burden. And I mm. resent the idea that they think they've carried more of this burden than we yeah, I mean, because they had to see us say vote. They can be Samwise if they want. They can be in it with us because everyone's affected by what our administration does. But they are not the Frodo. You know, no. they are yeah. not. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, let's see the next one. Now, this one is a picture of how do I describe this? It's a businessman with no head. And in place of his head, it's the Warner Brothers logo. And then there's another man thoughtfully listening to him. And the Warner Brothers man is putting his hands towards the Hobbit, uh, the Mm -hmm. book, I think. Uh And it says, Warner Brothers slaps a 300-page book. This bad boy can be adapted into an entire fucking trilogy. (sighs) Okay, Okay, that was posted by (laughs) Sahand King 92 Got to give credit where it's due. 
Um, this one I think sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's making the very fresh hot take that big studios are out to make money on movies. Yeah, it's and that's so... something I've never thought about, and that's not true. I think it bothers me because it's so literal. It's like, yeah. yes, Warner Brothers <laughs> did say we'll make this into a trilogy. Like there was, there's nothing like ironic or like crazy about this take. And yes, yeah, I understand. No it's a short 300 page book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's also not the first time this has happened. You know, like we split the fourth Hunger Games. We split the mm-hmm. fourth right. uh, Twilight. We split, you know, it's like we get it. They do it to make money. And mm-hmm. it feels like it's halfway done. Like you need like, like he's going, this bad boy can be adapted to an entire fucking trilogy. And then someone else goes, and this movie should be one minute long. And it's like a thousand page <laughs> book or something. I don't know. Like it mm-hmm. feels like there should be something happening after that. Yes. Yeah. So it should be like maybe infinite jest should be like, yes. uh, like this a is a TikTok. original. A oh, Quibi. Yeah. TikTok. Yes. A Quibi. Go. <laughs> yes. We liked each other. Yes. Quibi TikTok. <laughs> a Quibi TikTok. That's a Quibi TikTok. A Quibi TikTok. Jess, do you want to do the next one? Sure. Okay, so this is made by uh, Kino Fabino, and it's uh, a group of uh, revelers. It's like some some youths, and they're looking at the camera like, oh, why are you taking a picture? And they're all holding red cups. And uh, behind them is uh, a, the, a picture of the king of um, Rohan, and it says on the top, are you seriously on your phone while King Theoden, son of then Gull mourns the death of his son. <laughs> I like this one a little more. <laughs> I don't know if I set that up great. No, it's it's hard to read a meme, but yeah. what, I think it works for me because I was on my phone while he did that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now I get this meme. They're talking to me, the viewer, who can't concentrate on this movie. Yes. Yeah, and they're all like giving you kind of side eye, like, oh, are, mm-hmm. you, are you serious? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The king is mourning the death of his son, and it's really sad. And if this moment's not getting you, none of this is for you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're right. They're right. I like that guy, though, that King of Rohan, the Riders of Rohan. I'm into that horse stuff. Is he the one who, like, went wild and, like, fell off the balcony? No, that's the steward of of, uh, Gondor. So... This guy is the better guy. He's the one who was kind of in a trance because that snaky guy, it's in the second one. The snaky oh. guy's got his ear uh, mm. and he's like telling him lies about control. And he like literally looks like he's covered, his eyes look like they have cataracts and stuff. Mm. And then his niece is like, uncle, you are not right. You got to stop listening to this guy. And then he comes out of it, shaves into his good goatee and is like, it doesn't matter if we're going to lose. The writers of Rohan will defend Helm's Deep. And that's when they have that really good battle of Helm's Deep. Or they ride even though they're outnumbered. Wow. I don't... Uh, I, you truly made that make sense. <laughs> and I kind of wish you were just like sitting next to my TV. So when I went, what? You would just be like, hey, listen, this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. Okay. The next one. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's on you. Yes. It's by Isaac Pasaic. Um, So it says, he be descendant. And then uh, it says, me steps into the shower, that one bottle of shampoo. And then the picture is... Okay, so you have to click the GIF. Oh. Oh, it's um, <laughs> the man who spun Gandhi to the moon. He Oh, he fell off a building? When did that happen? <laughs> I feel like I remember that when he flipped but around But this is around. one of the most annoying things Saruman. about Lord of the Rings. Saruman, not... Yeah. Oh. He falls to his death. Oh, it's in the ex- it's from the extended oh, so versions where you that? see his death and it's really brutal. That's so funny that Lauren, you're like I thought I, I remember it. it. <laughs> oh, maybe you I, watched the extended version. No chance. But what I love is that when you <laughs> no do ref- you do reference something, I go, I have no idea. And then when I see something I haven't seen, I'm like, I've seen that. So it's just proof that my brain doesn't work. No, it's. It, I think it's just. I okay. So Lauren and I were on a meeting earlier with another woman named Nicole. And Nicole was asked a question. It was not for me, but I nodded my head. And then I was like, <laughs> and I realized I was nodding my head. And I was like, you, you can't do that. Like, you, you have to just remember that they're not talking to you for most of this yes, meeting. Yes, yes. I didn't know if you clocked it, but I was like, oh, boy, this is. No, 
what I actually did think was Nicole's doing a really good job of not responding every time they say Nicole, because I was thinking how confusing it was. They're like, Nicole, do you have any thoughts about, and I'm going, does she have thoughts about that? I mean, <laughs> That's I, what I, I was saying. <laughs> I was like, do I have a thought? And then she would start talking to be like, oh yes, thank yeah. God. <laughs> the person who's supposed to have a thought about yes. that is having the thought about that. Yes. <laughs> It was it was a For little my stressful. purposes, I'm going to imagine that this Nicole is like an actuary or something or she, she's like, uh, uh, yep. And I have tabulated the risk of how yes, often people yes. in <laughs> hang gliding accidents and accidents fall into a tree that's actually endangered and it becomes a <laughs> an environmental crisis. <laughs> OK, the next one is. Eric Orne's DMs during the Battle of Helm's Deep. This was submitted by Henry Trill. And it says, okay, so there's a bunch of text messages. Now, these aren't DMs. These are texts, right? Like, okay, Theoden says, dude, we're so fucked. Arwen says, we need to talk. Eowyn says, you have 53 missed calls from this number. That's not how texts work. <laughs> Gimli says, just saw a pointy ear writing an Ur- Uric shield down the stairs. What a poser. And Gandalf says, here, LOL. I like this. Okay, It's, it's a thinker. So it's basically Aragorn is receiving, this is his relationship with all of these people and how, so it's, it's very deep. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Helm's deep. Some would say, um, sorry, I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave. Um, no, we needed that. And yeah, like this is a, the battle I was just talking about. So Theoden at the top is that King. This is in his Ah. before moment. This is before he gets all scrubbed up his tiny little circle picture here. So yeah, it's looking so bad. So he's like, dude, we're fucked. And then Liv Tyler's like, I want to be with you. And then that other, mm. the niece of the Rohan king is like, really wants to be with Aragorn, 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 however you say. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Gimli obviously only cares about what him and Legolas are doing. Mm-hmm. And then Gandalf, he's the one who comes in late and then the battle's no big deal. Here, LOL. Okay. All right. I wasn't um, sure about the Gandalf part. I was like, why is Gandy saying LOL? But he's that a makes trickster. Sense. He's just—it's because he's always just showing up, and he's like, "I'm here." He's smoking that wacky weed and having a good <laughs> time making fireworks. All right. So the next thing we're going to do is do some watch along video content. Okay. So recap raps is a music comedy series where they summarize pop culture movies and TV shows into short, delectable rap songs. So here is a recap of the entire Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings movie franchise. And if you want to follow along on YouTube, the video is called Lord of the Rings Trilogy Recap Rap, hosted, posted by the Warp Zone. All right. Three, two, one. Yo, this recap raps. Get your pros together, because we're about to do the Lord of the Rings Trilogy right now. Get ready. Here we go. Check this long postcard for a country that's more New Zealand than sheep playing rugby. It's an epic from Tolkien's pages, and I'll still a bromance for the ages. In the Shire, it's funny that it's like a fun little rap, and I'm still like, oh. Reminding me of like Cliff's notes or something. Like, yeah. if I had to do a test about this a bit, I should memorize that rap. <laughs> I definitely would have written this as some sort of project in high school to get around <laughs> doing actual work. And it's three minutes long. Gotta say, too long. Look, the video could be one minute. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> rap a little faster. Absolutely, just increase the BPM. <laughs> Beats per minute? Yep. And we don't need this sung chorus, you know? We get it. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the sort of Lonely Island part they're trying to do with the like yes. 
Yeah, the bros helping Being bros. bros. Mm-hmm. Seeing that part. And I love that it's like girls are welcome too, and then they only show two women because there's only two women in the original trilogy. So women aren't welcome. Mm. Where are they? Where are they at? Where are they at? I think that spider's technically a girl. We have been told that that is. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that. That's very funny. I don't think it's it's not helpful for either for anything. (laughs) That's the thing. I feel like people know that because there are no women. But the spider's Mm -hmm. woman. Like the spider's not a woman. Okay. (laughs) That that doesn't count. Also, it's she kind still of like doesn't if speak, and she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's like if there was like a like a movie with like an uh, action movie with no women, and they're like, "But the dog's a girl. The dog's a girl." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure somebody has said that about some action movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Fast and Furious has that one girl. It has the dog. It, the car is technically female. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All boats are women, let's just say it. All boats are women. (laughs) Boats are women, cars are men, trains are men, airplanes are women. This is all just like stuff we understand. This is all stuff we understand. Oh my gosh. I like how we truly gave up watching that. We did just started talking. (laughs) We get it. I um that was cute. Good job. It was cute. Yeah. It was good job, everyone. Good job. Okay, so this next clip is called They're Taking the Hobbits to Isengard, or yes, I believe that's how you say it. On August 18th, 2005, artist Erwin Beekveld submitted a video titled They're Taking the Hobbits to Isengard to the Flash website Albino Black Sheep. The video featured scenes from the second Lord of the Rings film accompanied by a music track made from the line They're Taking the Hobbits to Isengard, uttered by the character Legolas, played by Orlando, Orlando Bloom. If you want to follow along on YouTube, the video is called They're Taking the Hobbits to Isengard HQ, posted by Erwin Beekveld. Okay, three, two, one, go. Wow. <laughs> hmm. This was not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, this should be your new text tone. I wouldn't mind it. It's very funny. This would be a great thing to wake up to, also. Uh huh. thing I've seen today. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> Tell me where is Gandalf? I much desire to speak with you. Tell me where is Gandalf? But I much desire to speak with you. A Balrog of Morgoth. Lucky sad at the end yeah mm-hmm. what a turn that felt like a song that would play in a discotheque in europe yes, yes. and i like it very yeah. much <laughs> that was great okay so this next one is orlando bloom spoofing himself in that video what a fun guy he's funny you know He's married to Katy Perry. He's like, you gotta and be And they fun. got a little baby, right? They do. I find that relationship very interesting. Yeah. Same. So, okay. Apparently, the cast and crew became aware of the Isengard song we just heard because they had Orlando Bloom perform it on his last day of shooting. 
Originally posted by Peter Jackson, the description reads, a day after saying goodbye to Gandalf and Toriel, it was time to farewell Legolas. What a great day it was with Orlando battling a serious orc for all 12 hours of shooting, part of the Battle of the Five Armies for the third Hobbit movie. When we finally got the day done, we said goodbye to Orlando, had a couple of beers, and couldn't resist doing this. Now, if you want to follow along on YouTube, it's called They're Taking the Hobbits to Isengard by Orlando Bloom. <laughs> goodbye, Orlando. Posted by New Tolkas. Okay, three... Two, one, go. They've taken the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> to Isengard, to Isengard, to Isengard. <laughs> Isengard, God, 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 God. The hobbits, the hobbits, the hobbits, the hobbits, the hobbits, the hobbits. Two eyes and God, two eyes and God, two eyes and God. While he was doing it, I was concerned that he wasn't sure what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> it was very helpful for me to know that they had had a few beers. Mm. Oh, that okay. helped me as well. And it also helped me to know that he had just shot a 12 hour fight scene mm-hmm. with orcs. He was a little loopy. Yeah. And that's what I mean. But he like didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that was really fun. Yeah. I think that's a nice way to end our our presentation of memes. I think so, too. Um, Oh, my gosh. What a great time. Jessica, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'd love for people to check out Off Book, the Improvised Musical Podcast. And you can give me a follow on Instagram at JessJessMckenna. Ah, don't waste your time on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the my, honesty. My feed yeah. has basically got, like, um, tumbleweeds rolling through. Um, so, yeah. you know, don't worry about it. I really <laughs> want people to take Twitter away from all of us. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter is bad, but also I find such good memes on Twitter. I can't stop looking. I just want it taken away. I just need it gone. <laughs> Lauren, do you have anything you want to plug? You know, not really. I mean, I'll plug Freedom. We're back for free wherever you get your podcast and um, my Patreon, as I've said on every episode of this. And other than that, you know, I guess wear a mask. I'd like to be able to do stuff someday. That's my main thing. <laughs> a, gr- a great plug. Yeah, I think I'll plug wear a mask. Uh, and if you have any friends who are like, the masks impedes on my breathing, show them. Go to my Instagram. I'm we- I'm pole dancing wearing a mask. And if I can do it for an hour and a half, tell your stupid fucking friends they can wear it for 20 minutes going to the fucking grocery store. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, because I'm fat as fuck. And if I truly, if I can exercise wearing it, and I've done it numerous times. People can do it. Uh, yeah. And then I guess I'll promote, uh, I think it's called Fair Fight to help the Georgia election. Stacey Abrams is doing some incredible work and has been for years. And she's like really smart. And I did this like fundraiser where we improvised off stories she told. And it was almost like hard to do it because you're like, these are such good stories. I just want to leave them like this. I don't want to break them apart and <laughs> make fun. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, you know, I don't want to talk about voting anymore, but it's still happening. I know. It's kind of crazy. It's still going on. Yeah, it's wild. And then sometimes they'll be like, Trump did win Alaska. And we're like, we're done with that. Yeah, yeah. Part that part's it. definitely. Let's move on. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly going to go spend my whole night looking at any picture I can find of Baron because I'm absolutely confused. <laughs> These images. Can I put out a call to action to your listeners and fans to make a they're taking the hobbits to Isengard style song where it's Lauren <laughs> just saying these images. Yes. Yes. I would yes, love that. I want it. I want that very, very much. These images. And then these both images. of you explaining that he's tall. <laughs> America's tallest boy. <laughs> Someone, please. Someone do this um and then for our battle of the five star segment this is where we read your five star reviews so leave a review on your favorite podcast platform for a chance to have it read on air this one comes from chris the architect on apple podcasts and it's called a genre lover who loves the podcast 
I'm a huge fan of LOTR, saw all the movies in theaters, and even rewatched all the extended editions in a matter of days. I love the way Nicole and Lauren banter about the movies. It's a good check on reality, as most people are not as crazy about these franchises as I am. And TBH, it's hysterical to hear them try to figure out storylines I've grown up with. (laughs) I've even learned some new things from their guests and trivia sessions. I would recommend this show to anyone from newbie to the franchise to a veteran who doesn't take it too seriously. Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, that was nice. And a very honest way to recommend it. Either yes. someone who has no idea what's going on or someone who doesn't take it too seriously. We don't want I anyone here if, who takes it too seriously. I wonder if Chris is single. He's an architect. The Sounds dream job. successful. He likes you. It's, you're yeah. halfway there. Chris, let us know. <laughs> <sighs> well, this was a fun uh, little detour. And next week, we'll be back in the thick of things with the popular 2014 video game Shadow of Mordor. And we'll be joined by Troy Baker, the actor who voiced the main protagonist of the game. Real quick, before we say bye-bye, Lauren, I started watching this almost two-hour movie of this video game, and I'll tell you something. You're not going to be happy. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. A movie (laughs) of a video game? Yeah, you're not going to be happy. (laughs) Okay. Well, I can't wait. I should start soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. was a HeadGum original.